Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. TMS is brought to you daily, by and large, by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Like Mike and LB, OMG Spiders, and Carl Wilcox. Coming up on TMS, ticks. Our dicks. TMZ on TMS. I don't like a stinky cheese. I'm looking at you, number 12. Relieved of duty. Vaseline boy. Undesirable technical proficiency. No savvy people in the pool. Same kind of thing. Man presses charges after a charge pressed against manhood. Show show for shoujo. Juror number two. Please remove the stormtrooper crotch from your left shoulder. Kiss our butts dysentery. All around me are a grid of faces. Judge living that van life. Furless Furries with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Go, if you must, but know this, we will meet again. I'm sorry, what'd you say your name was? I'm Saul Goodman, and I make it my business to defend the citizens of Albuquerque against injustices of every kind. Wow, you must be really expensive, though. Not at all. I believe every man, woman, and child deserves speedy justice at a price they can afford. Do you have a card? Not for me, for a friend. Yes, uh, and please tell your friend that uh, I make no judgments and I'm available 24 hours a day. I'm living here many years when I remember when it was beautiful and now it stinks. The Morning Stream, the beast with a million eyes. Why, just last week I had my entire car millionized, and it smells great. Hey everybody, welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, August 14th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. Wasn't that a Saul Goodman thing great? It's pretty great. That was fantastic. I love when people do that, when they put music to things that don't don't originally have music, but they it totally works. Yeah, somehow it works. You get like I think it's like a it's almost like a scientific study on how humans like almost everything's a little sing songy mm, if mm-hmm. you break it down that way. Like if you because right, that you, was just a raw yeah. scene where he's talking and they didn't edit it. It's just him talking. And then this piano guy made an arrangement from it, and it's crazy. That's crazy. Turns <laughs> it me. into a uh, a vaudeville act, basically. Yeah, it's just crazy to me. I love that stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's good to see you all this morning. We hope you're all doing well. Brand new week means brand new content right here on TMS. Thank you for being here live. Those who are and those who aren't, we're happy to have you. However, we get you. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Last Thursday there was no show because I had jury duty selection, 
And uh, I have good news, Brian. Great yeah. news. Yeah. Yes. Here, let Great me, news, everyone. Let me let me play. Do I have a theme, a theme for that? That's dumb, but I'll say it. Uh, good sure. good news. Uh, I was I was I was relieved of jury duty. <laughs> uh, you were uh, you you accepted and welcomed your duty, and you were not needed. So you basically got the best eventuality for your duty. I think so. I'm given my schedule yeah. and stuff. I think it worked out for the best for me. But part of yeah. me, I'll admit, part of me was like, eh, it would have been fun to see the process and just kind of sure. be there. Sure. And maybe one day I'll get to do it again. All right, because they always yeah. need some yeah. old old fart who's you know. Uh, at the end of exactly. the exactly, <laughs> we get, need our we've all, we've got our our millennial quota. Uh, yeah, they're all unemployed and available, strangely enough. But what about our old dude? Yeah, what about old dude who who likes how things used to be? You got to have that guy. Yes, uh, exactly. But anyway, so here's I'll just tell people how it went. It was very odd. We get into this uh, thing. It's all done via WebEx. Uh-huh. All right. Which isn't uh, my? It's not my favorite conference software. It's fine, no, but no, it's fine. It'll it's, get you through. It's I'm adequate, sure. Yeah, I'm sure they've got some contract with the state, as opposed to something like Zoom, which is a little more open and out there. Webex, they can control stuff more. Maybe I don't know. Um, but it uh, Webex does support backgrounds, and the, I swear the first thing they said to uh-huh. us was, uh, "Welcome everybody to this giant grid of 100 million faces." Uh, Please do not turn on backgrounds of any kind. Because <laughs> people, you know, they'll put like a beach back there, or like yeah. a freaking whatever wallpaper. They would have said, uh, what about monkey faces? Can I make my face look like a monkey for yeah. this? Can I look like it's a, that, that I'm wearing a hat? <laughs> uh, but, How about if my eyes are googly? <laughs> now, if I can find this, let's see. Um, I took a picture of it. Uh, I'm going to show Brian, but I'm not going to show the chat because I don't okay. know if this is okay to do that or not. Oh, sure. sure. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, maybe they don't care. Maybe, maybe it's... Maybe, I didn't, maybe not. I didn't Why ask. risk it? I didn't ask. Uh, here it is. Uh, here are all the grumpy faces. Hold on. <laughs> of, oh, yeah. Uh, I think you texted me this. Did uh, I this send image. you this? All right. Yeah. So so what Brian's looking yes. at and what I just sent him is a grid of faces. This wasn't everyone. It was just a cross-section. Uh to show a how how utterly grumpy everyone looked, yeah, yeah. except me, I looked like I was kind of into it. You know, I was like, "All right, here we go." Oh, We're, totally, you know, stuff going on. And then there were a lot of them, like uh, a jury twenty six, eleven, fifteen, and sixty six here who had no video, <laughs> no no camera or something. Yeah, they were struggling. And then you've got you've got uh, uh, Sybil Shepherd there in the middle who's rubbed Vaseline all over the lens. <laughs> To make himself look uh, younger, I guess. There's a couple. uh, There's a couple of these. um, This is a different shot, but I have another one where it is so gross. Something's on the lens. Get it off. Yeah, there's like a booger on there. uh, It's so disgusting. You've got uh, super angry uh, chin strap down there on the left uh, with the headphones. uh, Yep. Column two, four down. Yeah, they're not that loving guy. that. This, that guy's not happy at all. And then, and they've basically got a bunch of people who don't understand where their camera is and where it's positioned uh, with oh, regard yeah. to their faces. There's lots right? of this. Right exactly, here. a lot of that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, I like your ceiling. Oh, yeah, that's great. jury fifteen. Could you please show your whole face like that? Uh, and then a woman from Avatar, I think. <laughs> Yep, and none of them really knew what they were doing. There was a lot of tech issues uh, and all that. And that's fine to be expected. People don't, you know, whatever. But this is where things got interesting. So the first thing yeah. to do, the, the the county clerk lady or the the court clerk lady gets on and goes, "All right, first of all, 
Thank you all for being here. Please mute your microphones. I'm looking at you, number 12. Because you know, <laughs> somebody would like have it on. Or yeah, of whatever. course. Of course they would, yeah. And uh, I thought to myself, well, on Zoom, I can mute everybody. So I don't know why she can't do that. But anyway, uh, she goes, if you do have a problem or an emergency, please just hit the raise hand button and I'll, I'll get, you know, all this. So she's going through all this. And then she says, I need you to watch this video. And then we watched the video made pre-COVID when they were all huddled in a room doing this same process. Sure, sure. And you did this too, right? They had some kind of video training yes, thing. Yes, Here's what to expect if you are called upon for jury duty. Yep. First off, yep. be professional. That's exactly right. You are basically narrating the thing I saw. Yeah, this is, this is the most, you know, here's how to make a Wendy's hamburger kind of video thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then the video showed this judge lady who for a hot second... I thought was maybe living that van life uh, and was uh, in lots of Coen Brothers movies. <laughs> okay. she, she looks All just right. like, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 ju- uh, <laughs> Nomadland, Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. <laughs> right. I, I yes. can show people that, I guess. Here's her. She just had a real Francis McDormand kind of vibe to her. And she talked to the camera a lot and talked about what judges expect and all this stuff. So that was going on. That was fine. And then she says... This is okay. That probably took just the assembling of everybody and then watching the video and then having a a bit of this sort of like rules talk and how the process works. We're probably an hour in at this point or something, maybe, maybe a little shy of that. And uh, I'm in for the long haul because they told me anywhere between 815, which is when we had to show up and it could go as long as 5 p.m. They said. And they did say in a little. Just, they said just in, jury selection. Just like, selection. This isn't even yeah. a case. This is exactly sitting on this WebEx call for eight hours, which felt so padded to me. There was no way it was going to take till yeah. then. I don't yeah. think, unless I, it was crazy, you know. It did once, and because of that, and somebody complaining, they have to disclaimer. They have to add that disclaimer. That's a good point. They probably. Yeah. This is probably just a safety precaution for them, so they yeah. can, you know, make sure they get everybody. But anyway. Uh, so I'm in to thinking, okay, well, whatever, I'm here. They did send a little note that said, by the way, you are uh, when you're not being spoken to or you're off in a separated room for whatever reason, uh, you can work, watch a movie, uh, eat. You know, they named all these things you could you could do. But I'm like, that's weird. I don't want to be eating with a bunch of these people. You know, I just felt weird. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd, if I know if I knew that going in, I pick the weirdest damn thing to eat. Like, um, what would like you a, do? What would it be? What like would it be? the fruit, like one of those one of those gift bouquets of fruit that you get somebody that's got like, like a bunch of fruit on sticks, like a oh, like just, a, like, like a, you could do like a Hickory Farms uh, bundle, you know. <laughs> Something like that. That's a great idea, dude. I love that. Um, but I was like, I'm just not going to eat. Or if I do, Kim will bring me something. No big deal. <laughs> Drink out of those giant uh, uh, Vegas uh, yard-long legs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And just keep filling it up and keep going. Just oh, keep man. What's to stop you, you know? So anyway, this is all going on. And I'm thinking, all right, well, I guess this is the process and whatever. And then this girl leaves for a second. And we're all just mm. muted looking at each other. A lot of people turn their cameras off during this because they couldn't stand the staring. And she comes back on and says, uh, juror number whatever I was, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Johnson, she says. And I went, oh, shit. She's talking to me. Yep, oh, 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 unmute, unmute. And I <laughs> unmute. I go, yes, I'm here. And she says, did you get that? Did you get your microphone and all and your in this camera and everything just for this? 
Yeah, you should have said yes. And absolutely. I said, oh, no, no. Actually, yes, this, who this, do I bill? Uh, they, <laughs> tell me who I sent the invoice to. Yeah, does this, is this part of my stipe, my daily stipend to be here? <laughs> so I says, uh, so then I says, I says, I says, um, uh, I said, no, this is part of, I'm, I'm in a studio. I record every day. This is part of my job. Uh, so this is what yeah. I do for a living. So yes, this microphone and this whole setup, the lighting and everything is, you know, for that. She goes, she goes, interesting. Okay, I'll be back. And then she takes off. Again. <laughs> and all these other people in the room are going, like, why is he talking to him? What's the day? And they all look like yeah. shit. I don't look like, I, apparently I looked way better than all of them. And you, you did, can well, see I mean, just looking at your... You know, just looking at your your uh, square, your mm-hmm. uh, uh, your Robert Reed square in the WebEx. Uh, <laughs> Robert Reed. Oh my gosh, you guys! I guess, go- I guess you're more in the uh, Barry Williams location. No, these are all good, but just go ask your grandparents who these people are, everybody. <laughs> Brian was a big uh, Hollywood Squares fan, so you can't get around it. No, that was the talking Brady Bunch. Oh, is it? Bra- oh, duh, Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, no, you'd be you'd be in the Charles Nelson Riley Square on Hollywood Squares. That's right. <laughs> Who's the middle one? It's, it was always um, that was Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn, and then it yeah. became uh, what Whoopi was for a while, and then that uh, the the writer. Um, oh, the the writer of the Oscars. Um, the Oscars writer, yeah. Uh, Bodunk Patoto. I don't know his name. Yes, right. Yeah, Bodunk Patoto. Bodunk Patoto. Anyway, so I'm sitting there now, and now it's gone. We've gone on a while where we're not hearing anything. Yeah. And the clerk clerk goes, All right, I'm breaking it. She comes in suddenly and says, I'm breaking everyone out into breakout groups uh, for all the questioning. And I went, Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. She goes, There'll be about six of you. Or no, she didn't say numbers. That's what it was. Mm Because we thought it would be like even groups. But I get thrown into a group of six. Mm-hmm. That's all that I'm seeing in the grid, and it's something I notice immediately. The the five other people all mm-hmm. look pretty good too. Decent lighting. Oh, good really? Microphones, you see, you headphones. think that's how they grouped you? Like, uh, yeah. Which is where this like, is where all my theory is is leading to. Because okay. then she comes in after we're bit, now we've been set off there for a while. She pops in. She goes, "Hello, thank you for your patience. I really appreciate it." Uh, I'm just here to let you know the judge has released all of you from jury duty. You may now exit the call. It was like an hour and a half into this whole process. <laughs> okay. And I went, uh, I unmuted and said, okay, thank you. And someone else said, thanks and whatever. But I could not get over the fact and I didn't, t- I didn't have enough time to snap a screenshot of this. They yeah. were the opposite of what you see here in this grid. We all looked yeah. like we were maybe doing a podcast or streamers making video games gotcha. or something. Right. And I think who might talk about things. I think what, ha- well, maybe that's another theory I'd, I have also thought of is maybe they thought yeah. we had, Maybe, you know, I don't know if they made that leap, but what I think happened was we never knew the details of the case. They never said to us, mm-hmm. but I think this case may have been technical in nature or some kind of something oh, to do with technology, something to do with, they okay. don't, they don't want really, they don't want savvy people Gotcha. in the pool. Yeah, they're because, looking for the, um, <laughs> where's the Annie key? Yeah, yeah, they're looking for yeah. those people. They're looking yeah. for them. And boy, howdy, did they find him with Vaseline boy in the center of this grid? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These people exactly. don't know. They don't know. Most of some are using their phones. They don't know nothing. Sure, and sure. and me and 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 you know, like I said, like a third of them were struggling just to get anything working. And I think we looked like we knew what we were doing. And I think that was bad, at least for one of the lawyers or one of the sides, or maybe even the judge's decision. I don't know. She says the mm-hmm. judge released us. I don't know if that means lawyers had a moment to look us over. Uh, I don't. I don't know how it worked. 
because we weren't there, you know, physically. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they they said you can go, and all that's the only theory I have. The good news is I don't have to take a bunch of time off for jury duty. And I have two years before I'm even in the random pool again. And I made $18.50 for being there that day. Oh, nice. I know. Nice. I'm not going to spend uh, it all in one place, Brian. I'm going to No, be, please don't. Yeah, be careful. It's, you know, that's some crazy, going crazy money. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go too nuts. Anyway, it was an interesting experience, but I, 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 you know what else is interesting? So, you know, in a post-COVID world, Back in the, you know, before COVID, they would, all this was in person. You'd be down at the Salt Lake Courthouse and you'd be doing this in person. Right. Um, doing it this way, they still do the court part in person now. Like mm-hmm. they, they've lifted that restriction, but they've kept across the board the standard procedure at the state, based on what I've been reading, is that this selection process will be digital going forward. This is how they want to do it. Oh, really? So this is not just like, uh, well, we're doing this because we kind of have to right now. This is a, this is a we're doing this forever. Yeah, and it may vary. Yeah. It may vary county to county, but Salt Lake County, I think, is like this is faster, better, Good. more efficient. We don't have to bring people in here; they're less grumpy. Like, although from those photos, you can't tell how less grumpy they might be. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was yeah. a fascinating process that I barely got a view of, but it was enough for me to you know have some story for the show today. I guess but, that's great. Good. Yeah, yeah so, it was just enough. Like just enough. Uh, mm-hmm. To provide some 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 good show content, yeah, and congrats so much to that your your days were taken up by this exactly, video. and congrats to the other five people who had decent mics and good. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. Yeah. Go invest in a good camera, a good microphone, and maybe you too could be excused from jury duty. Exactly. Some a couple of them had the headsets, but they looked like good headsets, and they didn't have horrible lighting, and they were centered mm. in their screens. I mean, it was impossible not to notice the pattern for yeah, the six. They of were us. they were definitely interesting. Okay. Yeah. So had I come. So here's the here's the question. Had I come to this thing, you know, using some Chromebook in the basement in the dark with a room mic, would I have mm-hmm. would I still be in the would I have been selected? I don't know. I could yeah. have played dumb and said, I think is this working? I don't know if this is working. These damn machines. Like if I'd have done and all that, would I've been right. Uh, but you also, you know, it it could be a double edged sword, right? They could be looking for people who are who at least know how to turn on a computer so that uh um their side of the case as they're picking it has the benefit right good, good oh, these point. people know technology that'll help get our guy off yeah uh, and so. it could have been a deal between the lawyers who go look and i've only really seen any of this on tv so i have no you know yes, I, right, I just course. finished yeah. your you honor just, which... you just got finished watching your honor yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great timing for yeah, that <laughs> so that's about as much as i i know but i I, yeah. I wonder if maybe they said all right if they're too technical you can take those off if sure. they're middle of the road, let's take them. If they're too far gone the other way, let's get rid yes, of them too. Right. We want we want that middle uh, the swath in the middle of people who kind of understand technology, but maybe aren't savvy yeah. or luddites. Because yeah. it did yeah. sound like it was probably a lawsuit with something with companies. This wasn't like a murder trial. So. I don't know. It is an interesting some, experience. Some programmer figured out a way to uh, take those uh, those minute decimal points of money that happen in bank transfers and send them <laughs> over to an offshore account where he's going to give it to a guy with a red stapler. Is that was it that the case? Uh, uh, yeah, who knows, man. I don't know. But uh I recommend uh you know, at least experiencing as much yeah. of it as you can, I guess. I don't know. God, that's but uh, already just the fact that it's a uh um doing it 
with technology like this and doing it via WebEx or Zoom or whatever they end up using. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious because I know I'll get another summons at some point. I'm curious if that's how they'll do mine. Yeah, I didn't realize they did it. So they do it randomly every or when they do it, you get a two-year reprieve, but then when they do it, it's random and it's pulled from your tax records. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other thing? Voting records, I guess? Vote, probably voting records. Yeah. Yeah, and then they put that in there to, you know, they just mix it up. But what's funny is if that's the case, I have gone a very long time without one. And the one I did have, mm-hmm. I lost <laughs> and never went in. <laughs> and they were t- and this this form's like you could be subject to a fine of over a thousand dollars and thirty years in j- or thirty days in jail. Not thirty years, right? Thirty years. It's <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> a little like, overboard. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's time for me to post a B reel. I'm going to post a B reel of Scott. Do Make it. A funny face, Scott. All right, it's good. Is it good? It's good. What'd you do? Well, I guess I I'll did see. A funny face also. Yeah, I'll see, see when I go check it out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, okay, we got one quick call I want to play before we pull that away. Scott being real. Yeah, right look there. at us being real. Do you yeah, like that, everybody? That. It's as real yeah. as you get. Yeah. Uh, we got a uh, phone call about, you know, we were talking about how to get ticks out. And you use the yeah. hot spoon, some people said. I think you said mm-hmm. that. Was it I you? did the hot spoon. He yeah, did the, the spoon. hot spoon. Yeah, that's how I did it as a spoon. My bro- you know, the yeah. tick like spoon. Yeah, I like spoons. spoons. I never even made that connection when I was talking about it. Like when we did it, I never thought about, oh yeah, the tick always says spoon. I didn't until this, you just said it. So this rallying cry. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. So uh, we got a call that kind of clears some of this up and he he's he seems to know because he comes from, well, he'll, he'll explain. Here he okay. is. Okay, let, let him explain. I'll let him explain. Hello, Boz and Skaggs. Um, uh, my name is Brandon. I do vector control for a living. Mosquito control, ticks, all that stuff. Don't uh, stick a match or a hot spoon or anything on ticks. They oh. will vomit into you on their way out. It's a big screw you. Um, you got to use some tweezers, grab them by the head, and just yank them straight out. That's the best way. So, yeah, don't give yourself Lyme disease on accident. Okay, so if you burn them, they yak wow. into your veins, and then you get the, the you get the thing, whatever Lyme the thing disease was. And yeah, right. Oh God, you don't want that. No kidding. I love that. I love that. Uh, that it's it, it's perceived as a big f u to you pulling them out. Like, ow, my butt. All right, I'll show you. <laughs> yep. Good luck with the Lyme disease, a hole. Exactly. That'll teach you to stick a hot spoon up my butt. Yep. <laughs> For me, it was always the match. For you, this hot spoons. I have heard. Yeah. I have heard both these remedies my whole life. Now I now I question everything. I didn't know they would yeah. puke anyway. But I thought if you pulled them out with tweezers, you would run the danger of leaving their head in your uh, under your skin. Right? right, and having the same problem. Right, the same issue would yeah. happen if the yeah. head stayed. Then it meant the Lyme disease risk was still there. Right, and maybe there's vomit still in the head. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you just the goal is what you get them early, you grab them. Yeah. You hope the head doesn't stay. If the head stays, then what do you what do you do then? Go to the doctor and I say, I, I, "It's like am I going to start?" Well, Jeannie says, "Yeah, pull it out by the head." But <clears throat> the head is the buried part. You can't get to the head unless you like do some some exacto knife surgery to like open it up to be able to grab the Ooh, head. Gosh dang, dude! That is that what we're saying? You got to go in deeper with the things to get all the way to the head and then pull the. Oh. That's what she's. That, yeah, that's what that Jeannie's saying. That's what he said. I mean, he said you got to pull it out by the head, which is like. Uh, how do you go deep enough to pull? Uh, Everything about that sounds bad. Oh my gosh! Just yeah, don't get ticks, yeah. everybody. Just stay away from them. Okay. Yeah, I think that's that's the lesson to be learned: is uh, don't get ticks. Ticks, just, ticks are dicks. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, uh, Dunaway time. You know, you sure. know, the guy, you know the guy. He's a cool dude. 
I know him and I love him. Yeah, he's I'm great. See him in a week. You guys well, are gonna get to hang out, or yeah, week and a half, yeah. whatever it is. He's bringing a, a movie, I guess, that we're gonna live sack and watch. I guess. Oh I don't no way! Know. Like VHS, because I know he's in. I that think right he's now. bringing a VHS thing. Yeah, at least that's there's a rudimentary schedule in the uh, in the Discord about what we're doing. That's fantastic. It's it feels good to not be on the other side of things like for TMS Vegas. Like I can sit back and say, and I can, and I can bitch about the schedule and say, well, this doesn't leave any time for that. For we can't, why aren't we going to have any, yeah, any I love time that. to do this? Yeah. yeah. So I dude, any, anytime you can let somebody else run shit. It's great. <laughs> exactly. uh, all right, here we go. Good news, everybody. Brian Dunaway is here to play a little uh, the half asses in the Monday mornings, and he's uh, he's with us via Discord all the way from South Carolina. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hey, man. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? Are we going to do some half assing today? Yeah, why We're not? We're going to do some half assing. Yeah, what do you think of Excellent. that? You down, you down for a, such a thing? I'm, I am down with OPP. Oh, good. Yeah, well, OPP me. is down you know with you. you other well. people's podcast. Right. Uh, I'm down. Other pe- oh, that's good. I'm uh, down with OPP. Yeah, other, other people's, people's podcast. podcast. Yeah. Never yeah. heard of that. Good. Magoo uh, passed away. I'm a little upset about that. Did you guys see that? Magoo. Who's that? Timlin. It's a rapper? Timlin. Tim Lim, Magoo, remember those guys? No. Missy Elliott, yeah. I remember Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. Get your freak on. 50. He was only 50. He just passed away. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Magoo? This Magoo Yeah, Magoo. Yes, Magoo. This Magoo Magoo. character. Not the old cartoon character. Not the old cartoon character. I'm going this tree because I don't see any traffic. (laughs) I don't know what is sadder, my old man story or your even older man story. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I, I don't know. What happened? Know. Do we know what happened? He, oh, no, no, not yet. Not disclosed. He's okay. fine. He's, he's 50. He's probably had something going on. You know, he's, he's, you, know you never you find out till late. Like the, the, um, uh, what's her name that died a couple weeks ago? Um, oh, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Still, but we, we watched still... her. We had watched her have some problems for a while. By the way, who I made the mistake of going to TMZ because I wanted no more information. Sure. And geez, are, are, at what point do we get to claim? Uh, claim that we're not breaking Britney anymore. She's doing. She's not doing good. How about that? When can we do that? Oh, no, we no, they're all, yeah, they're all over her. We broke her. We oh. broke her. We admit it. We did it. We we as a society broke Britney Spears, and we we know that it's bad. It's bad. Mm. Yeah. Um, Apparently, uh, Oprah Winfrey was uh, turned oh. away. Yeah, why'd she get turned away? What happened? Uh, just from what I this is funny because it's also TMZ. I was reading we, from what I understand. Just good, is this good? Just give you the. Let's TMZ. do the TMZ yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah. Let's so do Oprah, it. you know, there was uh, the recent <laughs> it was a recent recent uh, uh, tragedy going on in Hawaii, right? Yeah, that was going on. Which one are you talking to? That's right. So the fire going on there. So she, uh, from what I read on TMZ, just briefly, uh, <laughs> she she went there to you know do some you know investigating or talking or whatever and they said no you can't come in because you got a camera crew they can't come in us against our re- regulations for safety and so on and so forth and of course people are going you gotta let them in there and i'm like you know what if i'm dealing with if i'm like at a shelter somewhere and there's been a bad fire please keep the cameras and the bullshit outside if oprah winfrey wants to come in and talk to us cool but i'm yeah. with those people i'm but, like yeah keep all that camera shit out there exactly yeah. don't yeah let's not capture all of us at our lowest moment right, ever right was she was she already in maui or did she fly to maui just oh, for I, don't, I didn't read that far like i said i read the first two lines and i was like yeah. i read that and i was like okay 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 looks good let's go it just says she showed <laughs> up at the war memorial gymnasium oh. yeah she showed so, up yeah, with the camera really, crew yeah, so. she apparently is a Maui resident, part-time Maui okay. resident. So she has a yeah, she has a, a house reason. on Maui. Mm-hmm. I think the Rock, reason. the Rock, and uh, Jason Momoa should go over there and do stuff. Yeah, 
They're yeah, there. Momoa's already doing a big charity. Like he's already his what his big charity thing right now is is all going towards the uh, the people, the displaced people in Maui. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, but the part is the part that that you you can't deny Oprah Winfrey has a huge celebrity level appearance. Oh, yeah. So either go in there all disguised. There's or don't go. Right. Like you, look, there's you, there's there's nothing to be mad about here. Is what I'm saying. If mm-hmm. if you just read what happened, there's nothing to be mad about on either side. Yeah, but it's Oprah TMZ. Wasn't, Oprah wasn't being a jerk. Yeah, and the people that asked her not, not to bring in the film crews also not being a jerk is mm-hmm. yeah. Nobody's being mm-hmm. a jerk here. It's Nobody's just, being a jerk. No, yeah, it yeah. just happened. But here's what here's what I'm saying. Uh, tell me how I want to know the cause of death for Sinead O'Connor. I don't know why I want to know that. I just want to know. Oh, she yeah. Well, just, you could probably go back. I mean, if you follow her career lately. No, I know she's had she, issues, but nobody's giving me like just, the actual toxicology reports. Like I want right. like you she had know. disappeared a lot. She was on a lot of different medications, so she just you know, and she wasn't living a very healthy life. She was disappearing and you know, practically living on the streets occasionally. So, you know, she's just I think just bad health and just I don't think anything. I don't think there's anything conspiratorial or anything. Well, like not that. conspiratorial, but there's a lot of talk that it may have been an overdose. I just like to right, hear might one have been way an overdose. You know, she sure. but she was already on mental medications, which you can't drink with. And I don't know if she was drinking or not, but we know all that stuff can be contributing factors. To <laughs> Did you call those so. mental medications? Is that what you just mental medications? To? Yeah, anything that is a medication <laughs> for your mind, mental medications. Yeah, yeah, I like it. No, no, no. Next time I go to the pharmacy, I'm going to say I'm here to I'm here to see about some mental medications. See how yeah, they how they respond. What is wrong with that? Uh, no, I, <laughs> you got hey, a problem in my nothing wrong with that at all. Classification. Nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. It seems no. very official. Uh, yes. We'll hear from Doctor Tolbert, I'm sure, about this. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, all right, let's get to it. We gotta, we gotta play a half asses. Brian's prepared the whole damn thing, so he'll explain it, who we're playing yeah. for, and all that fun stuff. Sure. Welcome to the morning half asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers. Three of those are correct, and three of those are like that promise not to back Dory on Big Brother, a total oh. and complete lie. Wow. Uh, depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses, but if any of those guesses are wrong, you get zero points for that round. If you guess one, you get a point. Get two right, you get three points, and if you get all three correct, five whopping points are yours. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant, and contestants will be pulled from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Scott, mm. you're going to be playing for Keith in Clifton Park, New York. Sweet. Love yeah. it. And uh, Sweet. Brian, you're going to be playing for Chris Renshaw. We know him Renshaw. in Maryland. Yes. Swords yeah. and Swords, Chris Renshaw interviewed both Scott and I at uh, oh, yeah. TMS Vegas. Well, tried to interview me at uh, TMS Vegas, but we ended but up But you were too dodgy. Too dodgy. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, uh-oh, he's coming. I'm going to duck him out of coat room. Yep. yep. He was great, though. Really fun <laughs> chatting with him. I had a great time there. That was awesome. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Uh, all right, let's get to it, and I'll, then I'll tell you the prizes afterwards. Uh, let's start things off with question number one. Chains that were originally founded in California. So these are all restaurant chains, uh, three of which are were originally founded in California. Your choices are Carl's Jr., Burger King, Taco Bell, Wendy's, Arby's, and Jack in the Box. Oh, my. Three of these oh got their my. start in uh, right there in that West Coast state, California. Uh, I'm doing two because 
Boy, the obvious, though I was sure you were going to put a couple on here yeah. that I would know, but uh, sure, of course, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, it's not going to be good to do so. You didn't. <laughs> you're, you're expecting In and Out Burger, Scott? Were I you was for In and Out Burger. Easy, yeah. right? An easy low lob, but no. Okay, I'm just going to yeah, no, no fruit hanging low here, folks. All right. Uh, you guys both uh, settled on Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box, indeed, was founded in oh, California. Jack. Good job. Uh, the other two you guys picked, Burger King and Carl's Jr., only one of those was found in California. It. It's Carl's Jr. Uh, the other one was uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell started in California as well. I That's thought Carl's I Jr. was started in the South, but I think no, I'm thinking of Hardee's. No, Hardee's over yeah. here, my friend. But but then yes. he bought them, or they bought them. Carl's yeah, Jr. bought Hardee's, right? And they all or became they all became versa, I don't know they all became Carl's Jr. here after the buyout. So all the Hardys went away right. where I live. We used to have yeah. a ton of them, and now same, they're all Carl's same here. here. Now they're all Carl's here too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Wendy's and Arby's started in Ohio. Burger King, oh, way down in America's Wang, Florida. Is Whoa, where wow. such a yeah. typical Florida. That is so Burger King, isn't oh, it? So Burger King. <laughs> I've seen the I've seen the Sneaky King. I I'm not surprised. Yeah. You mean Sneak King? <laughs> Sneaking, I'm sorry. You, you, you see what you see, I see what I see. Yeah, you see what you see. <laughs> I see what you see. All right, question number two. Uh, this is fabrics. Just plain oh. and simple. Fabrics. Uh, which fabrics. of these six are fabrics which are not? Chenille, Coquina, <laughs> or Coquina, Gazar, Gingham, Tough, and these Gossip. These all sound wrong and right. Open uh-huh. Gingham style. At the same time. Wapum Gingham style. Let's see. Uh... Oh, I don't know. These all feel. I don't wrong. know any of this. Yeah, I'm just picking. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick a few too. Just there we go. I'm just going to pick. Sure. There you go. Three. Just, I don't know. Freaking <laughs> Chanel Shamazel. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, so Chanel, totally. It's like a very thin, uh, oh, uh, see-through geez, kind of fabric. Of Neither of you picked that. Now you both I picked, should. Now it's making sense. <sighs> you both picked gingham. Uh, gingham right. is uh, that kind of uh, table, like. Um, picnic blanket kind of looking right, check, right. checked uh, pattern. Yeah. Uh, and Gossin, oh, that's not. You both picked Gossin. Oh. Gazar, Chenille, and Gingham. Are Dang the, it. Uh, the I was three. one off? Yeah. Frick. You were one off. You were one off. Brian almost picked uh, Kakina, which, uh, again, uh, would have been all three incorrect if he had stuck with Tuff and Kakina. <laughs> I, I knew I was, I, was t- I was picking two for sure. And then when Scott said Gangum, I was like, oh, is that a play? Gangum, I'm pretty sure that is. And I was like confused for a second. It's like, no, I'm going. I was, I'm going back. I'm going yeah, back. My right. first choice. It's fine. Oh, Jeannie corrects me. Uh, Ging- uh, Chenille is not see-through, but it's soft. I knew there was something about Chenille. Right. By the way, those other three are geological terms. Kokina, Tuff, and Gossin. Oh, really? I like thought tough? they were, yeah. Yeah. What, wait, what is, what is tough? Uh, tough is like a brands. Is like a stone or something? Tough? I don't know what tough is. It just says geological term. Oh, well, weird. Tough enough for you. There you yeah. go. All right. Yeah. Learn something new. There you go. Well, sort of. You learned. You learned that it is. You don't learn. Learn. Uh, you <laughs> learn what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get your last one here. Question number three. Uh, let's visit the bard. Uh, Shakespeare plays. Which of these six? Shoot. Are Shakespeare plays. Your choices are King John, King Henry III, All's Well That Ends Well, The Merry Mistress, Orpheus, and Coriolanus. That's right, I said. Orpheus. Coriolanus. 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 Okay, so it's Shakespeare's plays. Okay, me, no, Oh, Whoa, Jesus. mine mine went select and then diselected and then selected again. Oh, really? Weird. Oh, weird. I didn't do anything. Um, let's see. Now I don't feel like I feel like I know the ones I know. Sure. <laughs> One of these is a, <laughs> like I think Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Why couldn't you pick some of those, you butthole? <laughs> I think one of these is uh one of these plays is, is a phrase bullshit. famous from one of his plays, but it's not a play. Crap. Oh, so I'm you think he's in. tricking you? I, I mean, I think one of these is that. I don't know about the others, but I'm locked in. I, I, I'm all going right, all in, out because I can't. I got to at least tie here. Yep. All right. Uh, well, the uh, the actual plays Shit. <laughs> are King John, uh, All's Well That Ends Well. Oh, my God. Did Damn we it. All and of the them? aforementioned Coriolanus. Uh, oh. yeah. The Merry Mistress is probably there to like make you think of the Merry Wives of Windsor, which uh, yeah, uh, was a sense. play of his. Uh, Orpheus just sounds like a Shakespearean play. Yeah. And um, uh, there were there were some King Henrys, but not King Henry the Third. No, uh, third. Dude, that's where I felt, yeah. I so like, I thought All's summer. Well That Ends Well was like a phrase from like Midsummer uh, Night's Dream or whatever the hell that one is. I figured it was one of those because he is he is famous yeah, he for is, famous idioms and sayings, right? Like he totally is, yeah. But all's well that ends well was uh, was indeed a play. Did he coin that? What the, the title meaning? That's we didn't a good use question. it because that's cool. Uh, that's a good question. Because that's cool as shit. If that's true, I love that. Uh, I'll tell you right now. He coined a lot of phrases. He's like some kind of Shakespeare Let's or something. Sixteen twenty three. He's a coin. All's phraser. well that ends well. <laughs> Um, I cannot find what uh, where the origination of that phrase is. If it if it if it was, you know, if basically the phrase came from that the title of that play. Gotcha. Yeah. By the way, real quick here on the Hardys front. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was in, it was uh, North Carolina, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina was the first uh, place hmm. for Hardys. Okay. Uh, founded by Wilbur Hardy. Wilbur Hardy. Wilbur yeah. Hardy. Wilbur Hardy. Which he lived. Uh, Hardy. He lived a long time. Anyway, uh, they are now owned by Carl's Jr. They're the parent company, um, which is owned by Restaurants Holding Incorporated (CKE). So, so uh, did they drop the uh, possessive on Hardee's because Carl's Jr. has that possessive? No, they in keep it. it they kept it in there. It's still the. Is the, it Hardee's with a with a with a possessive s? Yeah, with a with apostrophe. It's like it's Hardee's right. restaurant. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it is. Uh, they Never paid three three hundred and twenty seven million dollars in uh, two thousand. I'm sorry, in 1997 money. That's pretty good. Totally not wow. worth it. <laughs> I don't know. I like the big twin. Remember that? I yeah, used to remember that. I don't know if that's still what it's called, but I thought Hardy's is cool, man. We used to go there in high school all the time. Don't you think? That's where I'll pick up all the girls. We like Hardy's. Anyway, so uh, congratulations going out to yep. uh, Chris Renshaw, Maryland. Chris, you're getting a copy of Amnesia Rebirth and all of the available DLCs courtesy of Dwayne Coyle. But don't worry, uh, Keith and Clifton Park, you're getting something too. You're getting Hexologic. Hexologic. Yeah. Uh, so congrats and... Uh and well done. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your games. Yeah, a enjoy job well done. Uh, also, real quick, tough as a type of rock made of volcanic ash, ejected from venting oh, really? during a volcanic eruption. So that's what tough is. I love there that they go. just. I, I love they just was like, what, what should we call this? It's <laughs> yeah. pretty tough. And then they just like, tough. yeah, but we can't spell it uh, T O U G H. Let's right, call, right. Let's spell it T U F F. Yeah, and Perfect. it looks. Nailed it looks. It. It, it's the st- you've seen this before. Let me put some in the chat or in the um, Discord. Ha- that kind of weird spongy oh, rock. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like oh, it almost yeah, it looks oh, yeah, like yeah. volcanic, uh, like uh, yeah, igneous uh, 
lots of pores. Yeah, lots of lots like of a pores. like a and sponge. Make fun of my mental medication, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to hear you. Mental you medication. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever, Mister Mental. I hope you're never my uh, doctor. Hey, we're gonna have to get you some of that mental medication there, boy. I have, a, I have an excellent bedside manner. I was trying to talk in a language you could understand. No, I get oh, it. Boom. I like it. You would he, you you would uh, you applied yourself to us in a way that we would feel good, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, here's what else I appreciate. You're here every Monday and Wednesday to do a little fun like this, and so we'll look forward to doing more of that uh, on on Wednesday, mm-hmm. the same day we do play retro. We'll talk more about Wednesday. that then. Hey Dunaway, kiss our butts. Dysentery. Dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know why. He's playing. We're playing. We're doing uh, Oregon, doing Oregon Trail. Trail. Yeah. Okay, that would make that totally makes sense then. Yeah. That new Oregon Trail that's on Apple Arcade and also on Steam now is really yeah. good. It's like excellent. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Legitimately a good game. It reminds me how much it, it, a lot of people that look back at the original Oregon Trail and they think it, it was almost like an educational software. Yeah, in a I weird totally way. saw it as that because you were learning about what what uh, settlers had to go through. Yeah. But it became, it kind of invented a, a part of gaming that still exists today where a lot of random elements kick in and decide how you're going to deal with those elements. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh shit, you guys, the wheel ran into a rock and broke. What are you going to do? Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of almost D&D kind of content. It's really sure. interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about that on Wednesday. I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love that stuff. I mean, the Infocom... Infocom games like that were uh, fantastic. Oh yeah, all that text-based stuff back then. Zork and uh, yeah, yeah, dude, I love that. It was a great time. You can still there's still a lot of games like that out there. People don't play them very often, but there are lots of text-based stuff that's still really good. It's just mm-hmm. a bygone era, you know. We all want yeah. graphics now. Your brain. I imagine was somebody a- will somebody will figure out a way to combine Chat GPT and a text-based game that basically, you know, just evolves as you play it. I think it already exists that that AI one called um oh I forgot the name we talked about it ages ago it was actually early on in the GPT stuff but it was you basically you just say um I'm you know I can't remember how it worked exactly but it went on forever there was no like the goals were kind of nebulous you never really had an end game you just kind of could say well I turn left you turn left and you see a bunch of blah 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 and it's never the same and you could say, gotcha. well, I turn into the Hulk and I destroy everything in front of me. And it literally lets you do that. But then there's new problems to deal with. It was interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Because if you don't have an end game, like there's no win state, then you're kind of, what's the point, right? Like yeah. all of a sudden, ChatGPT says, all right, well, you won. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Bye now. Bye. Log off. Go away. <laughs> Bye. Exactly. Can I please go use my resources for something else? Please let me leave. Time for the news, and it's brought to you by. We had a great film sack over the weekend, and we think you might agree. Check out our coverage of Adam Driver's 65 today at filmsack.com <laughs> or all the places you get podcasts. That's right. It wasn't it wasn't the worst movie we've seen, but it no, really no. wasn't the it best. Had its, it had some some kind of technical weird flaws, yeah. but uh yeah, it's an odd little trophy thing. Is, trophy is all get out, but uh, if you want to know more, go listen to the show yeah. for Pete's sake. Right? I didn't do, I, I didn't check. Outside of the Star Wars return in 2015, I don't think we've sacked something that quick before. I think no. this might be the new, the new closest to that that we've done. I think so, yeah. Yeah, which is something, I guess. 
an Italian man is uh, uh, recovering. He's 74 and, ru- and so having a rough not. time. Oh, did he die? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. <sure>, the headline. <laughs> For some reason, He's I had in my head he didn't die. the opposite of recovering. He is decomposing. I've had this since last week, and I... I totally you're forgot. Hoping, you're hoping for a good outcome. Yeah, I went, and they, oh, we were wrong. He lives. Well, anyway, an Italian man crushed to death after uh, a whole bunch of cheese fell on him. Cheese wheels in particular. Oh, uh, he was so 74 years old. Italian man been crushed under thousands of wheels of Parmesan-style cheese. Wait, Parmesan-style cheese. Parmesan-style cheese. So what? maybe a, uh, what's the other kind? It's like that Romano? Isn't Romano? Oh, a, it's all like, is yeah. Romano is not a hard cheese that you... Uh, that must be what the style is. Yeah. That must be what the style is then, right? The, it's a hard cheese. Yeah. yeah. I like a hard cheese. Unless yeah, I'm too. unless I'm buried under a ton of it. I don't want that. No, well, sure. Yeah. Uh I GM, don't think there's well, there are few cheeses I don't like. I mean, if it stinks, I can't do it. Don't like a stinky cheese, eh? I don't like a stinky cheese. The next door neighbor, crazy neighbor, loves stinky cheese. He's like, try this. And and it's like, yeah, it tastes good, but I can't get past that smell. And uh and no, uh-uh. yeah. plenty of other good cheeses that don't stink. So, yeah, I'm with don't you. give me another one of those because I can't embarrass it. Oh my gosh, are we allowed to even say that? Are we? Are, can we lawfully make that joke without uh, <laughs> all the joke police being mad at us for that horrible? No, I'm sure thing? somebody. Uh, the, the, all the the eye rolling, the uh, simultaneous <laughs> eye rolling that probably just occurred. It felt a great disturbance in the forces if some a million people just rolled their eyes and yeah. then were suddenly silenced. That's right. <laughs> I personally liked it. Take that, world. Ah, there you go. Um, Let's see. It took 12 hours to find the dude's body. Uh, His name is Giacomo Ciparani. (laughs) 74 years old. Um, Let's see. A shelf broke in his warehouse. Oh, man. That's a bummer. Some of the wheels reportedly fell 10 feet, 33, or I'm sorry, 10 meters, 33 feet. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And a local restaurant, uh, or resident, <laughs> a local restaurant said, sorry, a local resident told Italian media the collapse sounded like thunder. The economic damage cause has been estimated at about 6 million euros. Sorry, 7 million euros. That's a lot of cheese. That is a lot of cheese. 7 cheese. million? Jeez. Yeah. Speaking yeah. in Italian media, or to Italian media, a neighbor described Mr. Ciapparini as a very supportive and generous man. They also mm-hmm. said he lost a child decades ago. Uh, the warehouse located in Romano di Lombardia, uh, oh. 31 miles east of Milan, contained a total of 25,000 wheels of Grana Padano, a hard cheese which resembles Parmesan and is very popular. In Grana Italy. Padano. Kind of a bummer, man. <laughs> it landed on him and there was a Olive Garden waiter saying, all right, say when. Yeah. <laughs> when? <And> you- <laughs> Oh, this is terrible! You know what? Since you're it's making terrible. The, since you're making the joke, though, I'll add this. This yeah. is the sound. Yeah. This is the sound we heard when it happened. <laughs> That's terrible! It is terrible. Yes, yes. Sorry, terrible. Yeah, terrible. It's closer to this. There. That's better. <laughs> uh, let's move on to this story. Yeah. Van- Vancouver. Uh, that's uh, the British. Uh, or sorry, that's uh, Canada. Vancouver, Canada. An officer charged with assault after threatening a taser uh, on a man's groin. It's a weird headline. Aww. Threatening taser on man's groin. I assume it means he just got to a man's groin, held it there, and said, I'm going to fire this. Well, threatening taser on man's groin. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you're just holding it to yeah. the groin there. 
says, while scuffling with a suspected shoplifter in late May, Vancouver Police Department officer Andrea Mendoza, uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. Mendoza. 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 Allegedly pulled a man's pants down. Well, that's oh. this, this is worse than we thought. It feels like that might have been, <laughs> been the, uh, the charges yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. It says, uh, pulled his pants down, threatened to charge a taser onto to charge a taser. I guess it means discharge. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> onto his exposed penis yeah, is how it's written here. Yeah. The man had already said he was done, quote, unquote, done resisting by that point. Body camera, uh, body camera footage shows. But she threatened him again and held the taser against his skin for 24 seconds. That's a long ass 24 seconds. No kidding. It probably felt like uh, 24 minutes yep. to that guy. Says the incident has landed Mendoza in court. No wonder I haven't seen that goose in so many months and years. <laughs> On Tuesday, the Clark County Prosecutor's uh, Office, this is not Clark County, Nevada, this is up in Vancouver, mm-hmm. filed fourth degree assault charges against the officer. The charge is a gross mis- misdemeanor. I agree. I'm <laughs> placing it on the level of DUI or reckless driving charge in Washington State. Gross misdemeanors oh. are punishable up to five grand and less than a year in prison. But we'll waive all charges if she says sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. sorry. Oh, okay. Case closed. So- oh, sorry. Okay. It's okay. What are you, nuts? <laughs> <laughs> That's two. Two eye rolls, uh, people. Two, three eye rolls if we count the yeah, cheese wedge guy. She get sacked. Oh, uh, four. Uh, we should go for a. We should go for an odd five. We should get it. Four eye rolls. Ah, 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 ah. ah. All right, that's it for today's news. <laughs> We're going to take a break and come back with Steven Schleicher. It's his Monday. Man, he owns right. it today. So we're going to talk to him, see what's up. Uh, and after that, who knows what will happen. You'll have to stick around and find out. Yeah. First, Brian will play a song, though, so we know when this break happens. It's kind of the yes. demarcation part of the show. So. We'll, uh, we'll take a break from uh, visiting the Policeman's Ball and uh, go to uh, music from Sandy Bailey. A little more funk for you. Brand new single from Sandy Bailey called I Ain't Your Honey. Uh, the LP is coming out this Friday, August 18th, via Red Parlor Records. It's called Daughter of Abraham. Here is Sandy Bailey, some funk, and I ain't your honey.
that Whoopi Goldberg South Egyptian Fur Burger Deluxe Mega Million Scratcher Skunk Bubba Kush. We smoking Dung Beetle. Bill would rather be like Freddy than like Mr. Bungle. And we're back. Tell me who that was again. Sure, that was Sandy Bailey and a brand new single called I Ain't Your Honey. It's coming out this Friday on an album called Daughter of Abraham. Nice. That's right. That's right it is. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, or I'm sure I will when I hear it. You I will when do. you hear it, yes. I always do. Speaking speaking in the future, you will like it. I will like it in the future. Uh, okay, we are going to Steven it up. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> we're just going to spray the whole place in Steven. That's yeah. what we're going to do. And it'll be fine, uh, because I'll play this first. And now, welcome Steven to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Ah, uh, look, everybody. It's a uh, higher education teacher and nerd extraordinaire, uh, Steven Schleicher, joining us from Majorspoilers.com. Talk a little pop culture, comics, and more. Hello, Steven. Welcome back. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hello. It's good to have you, man. How's how's it going? You doing all right? Do you have a good weekend? It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of thunderstorms rolled through the area, but uh, it was still very nice and pleasant. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, this week, school starts up for kids, and then next week, I start up teaching again. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. What, they're there for a full week, just waiting for you to show up and teach. <laughs> I know the the, the the high school and middle school kids start this week, and then, <laughs> and then, co- and then the college. Uh, right. So when you um, uh, how, do, you have any kind of orientation towards the kids before you get a new class, or is it just bam, here we are, day one, they're all in seats. Uh, so if you are a returning student, you should already know the procedures, right? Yeah. Um, uh, if you are a freshman, we do a, uh, the university does this whole thing. I think Wednesday is Wednesday or Thursday is like move in day. 
And then on Friday, they do this whole orientation where it's like, oh, go and find where your classroom is. And then we do a, our department does a thing where we welcome new students and tell them, hey, here's what you can expect. Uh, guess what? You're going to actually have to study in, in your classes, that kind of stuff. <laughs> no. All right. You're going to hard, don't, hard don't line. Get drunk, that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, good. No. Well, good. That's good. Can't get it. Can't have them getting drunk while they're trying to make cool stuff for video production. You know what I'm saying? No, no. They need to get high for that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first. Let's get into uh, what we're talking about today with Steven. Um, there's a few things going on. We're almost, I mean, we say almost, I guess we're, we're a lot closer Spirit than Halloween. I think we are. Spirit Halloween's are opening up all over. That's I just true. by one yesterday. That is the, the sign, right? How many, how many of those yeah. open now? Uh, but Halloween's on its way. Spooky time of the year. And uh, that means all the comic publishers have Halloween, you know, or horror-based comics for readers ready ready to go. They I would do. love I would love to hear your recommendations because I am a huge have a, fan. There are a whole bunch. And I had to cull this list way down yeah. of comics for people. So let's start off with DC Comics. Right now, even though it's not even uh, October yet, and they probably should have waited another month, but whatever. Uh, we're in the middle of uh, Night Terrors. This is where uh, all the heroes and villains of the DC universe are taken into uh, their dream world where they have to confront every uh, their deepest, darkest, twisted nightmares. Introduces a new character called Insomnia, mm -hmm. and the only hero that can uh, save the day is a character called Dead Man, who's been around for forever. Oh, yeah. Dead Man's good. Sure. Hold on a second. Did they spell it night with an N or K-N? Yes. K-N-I-G-H-T. Like oh, of course it is, because everything DC has to be night K-N-I-G-H-T. Yeah. yeah. Dumb. Yeah. I hate that. All right, it's fine. It's fine. We'll let it go. We'll let that one go. Uh, it's, you, it's okay. I mean, there's some. The, the nice thing about this is for the for the most part of the entire uh, big giant arc that's going on for an entire month and and some change, uh, you've got a single writer on this, so that allows some continuity as you jump from a Wonder Woman comic to a Batman comic to a you know a, a Robin comic or something like that. So that makes the series a little bit more. Uh, self-contained and makes a lot more logical sense mm. uh, when you go from book to book as opposed to sometimes you just go into to a big crossover event and you're just like I have no idea what's going on sure and so that's a good thing. I remember Dead Man from something I read not even that long ago. What was it? It was like a, he, was a, he was a pretty big deal in the seventies. I mean, he's kind of one of the horror characters uh, that and um, uh, the Phantom Stranger, uh, the um, um, now uh, the Spectre. Uh, those are all kind of their horror title superheroes that float around. Yeah, it's something. Was it part? Maybe I read the and in the New Fifty Two. He got some mm -hmm. something. That's maybe what he's I always think of around. It. That feels he like yesterday. Into your body and takes over. This is like twenty twelve, though. I guess I, I always think I always think uh, DC's New Fifty Two was like yesterday, but it was like I know, a it's while. Been like Fifteen years. <laughs> it's a long time ago now. <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, weird. All right. Uh, well, there's one. Here's, a, uh, here's, a, here's another crazy crossover that comes out in October. I don't know what is going to happen with this, but the Justice League takes on Godzilla and King Kong. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What's it called? So what are they the, calling it? It's called Justice League versus Godzilla and Kong. Oh, that's, uh, wow. Oh. You struggled hard on that one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, speaking of some, some movie monsters, Dark Horse Comics. 
Yeah. We'll just move right along. I have no sure. idea what's going on with that book, but it looks bonkers crazy. Yeah. Uh, if you are into horror comics, then Colin Bunn writes a lot of really great uh, horror comics. If you've never read The Sixth Gun by uh, uh, Bunn and, and Brian Hurt, you're really missing out. But in Oct- October, Dark Horse Comics has a comic from the duo called The Midnight Show, in which a mythical movie, God of Monsters, was never completed. But at a film festival, they show footage from the from the movie and all these classic horror monsters manifest and start to talk attacking everybody at the festival. So a ragtag group of misfits have to team up and send the monsters back to the uh, the land of the celluloid. Nice. That could be kind of fun. It sounds like yeah, uh, actually, what was that? What was that? 80s movies where uh, Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, Monster Squad. Monster Squad. It kind of yeah. sounds like that, but I'm sure it's yeah. scarier than that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, man, that's that's a that's a kind of a, actually kind of got me a little cool premise. There. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. only that's the only reference I know from that '80s thing is the yes, Wolfman's Got right. Nards. That oh, yeah, that's that's, that's it. Yeah. That's all I remember. It's not a horrible movie, and if you want to watch that, it's it's actually pretty fun. Well, I can say this: that writing and art duo is so. This is perfect for them because because yeah, yeah, yeah. Six Gun, even though it's kind of a western, the way the way they kind of pulp it up is very. It's perfect for this. So I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll read this. I will read the hell out of that. And that's Dark Horse, you said, doing that? Yeah, that's over at Dark Horse. That okay. comes out October 4th. Okay. So right at the beginning of the month. So be on the lookout for that. That sounds good. Let's go over to Marvel Comics really quick, because I know Brian is chomping at the bit, too. Yeah, please. Uh, come on. Some Marvel we'll equal uh, balance, can we? Can yeah. we please? Yes. Crypt of Shadows returns. Okay. So this is, a, this is an old uh, Marvel <laughs> horror, horror gem. Yeah. Uh, Victor Strange, the younger brother of Doctor Strange, he frames uh, multiple stories that take place in this anthology where we see Scarlet Witch, Deadpool, Werewolf by Night, and the Hulk teaming up, and Daredevil and Man-Thing teaming up to take on horrors from beyond. That uh, comes out on October 18th. And then... If Wait, you're what was the name of that? Sorry, what was the name of that last one? It's called Crypt of Shadows. Crypt of Shadows. Okay, I got it right. Crypt of yeah. Shadows. All right. And then if that's not enough for you, and you remember back 30 years ago where Captain America turned into a werewolf? No. <laughs> Cap Wolf and the Howling Commandos comes back after 30 years oh, thank for, a, for a special one shot in October. I can tell you're so excited, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, actually, Crypt of Shadows, that lineup, the team up lineup actually sounds pretty good. I, I, I think the Werewolf some, by uh, Night and the Hulk one will be yeah, very yeah. interesting. Yes. And uh, Daredevil and Man Thing, that, that, kind of, that kind of interests me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's also yeah. a spine-tingling Spider-Man, but I don't have any information on that mm, okay. uh, here at the moment. If you are at Image Comics, Image Comics uh, has, or I, actually, I should say it's Skybound Entertainment, the Robert Kirkman uh, imprint. Mm. Uh, they have a Creep Show, and that's an ongoing series. Oh. If you are a fan of the television show, this is kind of the based on that. So you get a bunch of creepy anthology uh, tales done by a lot of up-and-coming artists and writers, including Eisner nominated Zoe Thorogood, who is doing the um, issue number three that's coming up right at the end of October. So be on the lookout uh, for that. Uh, Vault Comics, which is a smaller publisher, they have something that's probably not along the lines of like horror stuff that you'd find in a creep show or a Crypt of Shadows or something like that. They have a book uh, called Something Crawled Out which tells the story of Edith Miller looking for her missing sister and discovering a web of missing girls and rotting bodies. And the person behind it just might be the devil. Whoa, the devil, the devil. Yeah, Something crawled out. If you see the cover for this one, it's pretty creepy where someone's like ripping open their chest and something is coming out. And I'm, I'm in. The, uh, ooh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Archie Comics. Let's not forget. Oh, the yeah. They always do something weird for Halloween. Yeah. Archie Comics has been doing a really great job with their horror line. And they, they kind of run these throughout the entire year. 
especially their Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is a is a big hit. They've got a Chilling Adventures presents Strange Science, which is more sci-fi horror this week uh, from Archie Comics. But in October, Archie is uh, releasing a bunch of other books, including uh, let's see, it's Fear the Funhouse. Uh, Toys of Terror, which will be their anthology series. This one, though, is aimed at middle grade kids, and I think they're trying to do their take on some R.L. Stein stuff. Mm. You know, the Goosebumps type stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Boom Studios. If you're looking for R.L. Stein, if uh, if he's missing from your life, Boom Studios has been doing a bunch of R.L. Stein specific comic books. Some of them are uh, based on books that he's written before. Some of them are new original horror tales. Uh, so you can go check that out at Boom Studios, or you can go check out Fear the Funhouse, Toys of Terror at Archie Comics. And then finally, for the really little kids, yeah. Fuzzy Baseball Halloween. <laughs> this is the most horrifying title on this oh my list. God, yes. <laughs> nah, this is the, Fern, the Fernwood Valley Fuzzies. These are like uh, bears and squirrels and, you know, the fuzzy, cuddly animals of the woods yeah uh they each year they play a baseball game that only happens on halloween and they take on the graveyard ghastlies your werewolves your vampire bats uh so if you like a baseball and you like a little horror and you've got a kid that's probably i think these are aimed at um uh, not even middle grade i think it's maybe a little bit before middle grade go check out fuzzy baseball halloween that's from Paper Cuts and Mad Cave Studios. I was going to have Paper Cuts and Mad Cave. I'm writing these down so I can have. Yeah, but that might. I mean, you might want to check that out for for your grandkids uh, there. Yeah, uh, they Scott. may. He, Van may be old enough for something like that. He loves. And if you are if you are a fan of the Gargoyles animated series, yeah, uh, from uh, back in the day, Dynamite Entertainment and Disney have been collaborating on a series of Gargoyle comic books, and they've even got the original producer and writer Greg Wiseman in to write the Gargoyles uh, comics. They have a Halloween special that's coming out where the youngest members of the Manhattan clan of gargoyles discovers Halloween for the very first time. <coughs> wow. Well, you, you always have your first time, you know, you have to, yeah. you, have to <laughs> you have to make a big deal out of it. Um, right. I got a, a side note that has nothing to do with any of this, but that, that fuzzy okay. baseball Halloween. Uh -huh. Sure. Do you think furries would ever rebrand to fuzzies? Because I'd like the it if fuzzies? they've all become yeah. If, I don't no no shade toward furries. Live your life, sure. do what you want to do. But why furry? Why not fuzzy? Fuzzy's fun. Because animals have fur and they don't have fuzz. Oh, is fuzz a? Th so Unless thinking, you're talking about Fuzzy Wuzzy, and he was a bear. <laughs> he was a bear, you know, yeah. but he had no hair. Yeah, that's right. Oh shit, he had no hair. He wasn't fuzzy, yeah. was he? Okay, yeah. so but uh, let's say you want to be. Are, is there anyone in the furry community that that plays out or represents as a sphinx cat, a hairless cat? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> let's I'm see. Sure. Do yeah, they kick look. that? Do they kick that guy furry out of the convention? <laughs> They're like, dude, you're just naked. You can't be here. Get out of I here. I imagine uh, there's what, probably you know there's armadillo. Uh, furries who like maybe uh, cosplay as armadillos or something, something cute that maybe isn't furry. Oh, I found one hairless cat, cat furry fursuit. Oh, no way. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me paste it in here into our, into our chat. Yeah. Put it in here. Let's uh, see this. I'm dying. It's, it's on Pinterest. So if you don't like a Pinterest link, oh, there I don't you mind. go, but cat furries in my Pinterest. Okay. So this you. isn't, this is not bad. I thought it would be like a, you know, full flesh suit or something. Um, oh, there's a bunch of these and there's some actual real ones here. Okay. So can I be, I guess, you know, we need to have a furry answer these things, but can I be any old animal I want to be? Can I, sure. if I was a, okay. So I could go in there and be like, um, Hey everybody, it's me, the sloth. 
Look out. I got claws. And you're talking too fast. <laughs> hey, it's me. It's me, the slot. Too late. We left. The convention's over. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I'm going to, so I put all these in here, listed it. I'll put it in the show notes today okay. um, as part right. of our regular read so that people can have it. Brian, you, I don't know if you want to put these in quick TMS or not. Oh, but, yeah. You know, I, I usually don't, but I will for, for Stephen, I will. Yeah. All right. For if this, you need me to send you the, I'll just send you a, um, a document. That'd yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah if you have that, that'd be uh, awesome. Yeah, especially if you've got links. Yeah. I don't, or if have, you have a I link, don't have links, but uh, I may have a, a your, naked bird article. I know it's not even an article. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. I, I just went out and just quickly just wrote a bunch of stuff down. So yeah, gotcha. I just okay. pasted it in the chat for you guys. Okay, cool. Yep, I'll use that. All right. I've made also, them- uh, Scott, I, I know you're super thrilled about all these titles. So I got something specific oh. just for you. That's not Halloween. Okay, what do you got? But it's a series called That Texas Blood Ooh. by Chris Condon and Jacob Phillips. <laughs> okay, I love the name. It already. takes what place it? in the. It takes place in this uh, county called Ambrose County, Texas, where stuff goes on. Uh, the first volume takes place kind of in modern day, and it's kind of like this country for old men meets maybe Blood Simple. I think is the only way I can describe it. Oh, uh, where you've Team got a really Brothers aging movies. sheriff in this county, and he's trying to solve a murder type stuff. And the people that get involved with that. I think you'd really enjoy that. Okay. I'm in. Who's, who's publisher on this? This is Image Comics. Image? Okay. That does this. I'll uh, check that, that Texas out. Texas Blood. There's a brand new series. So there's three volumes of that series. And I think it ended after the third volume. But this week, the duo came back and they're like, well, what if we told you a story that took place 150 years before that Texas Blood series yeah. uh, happens? It's called The Infield Gang Massacre. Ooh. And it supposedly tells you the quote unquote true story of the infield gang and how uh, uh, and how this uh, gang was brought to justice. The first issue came out last week. It's really, really good. I'm in. I'm all yeah, in yeah. on this. It's funny. Yeah. You bring this to me at a perfect time where I'm, uh, I'm having a Western moment. I've been watching a lot of Western stuff. I even wrote a short, a very short Western story last night. That's going to sound strange to people, but I did. I wrote it. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm in the mood. What's right the now. first line? What's the first line? Scott? I'll tell you it's right a now. Dark and stormy night. I'll tell you right now. I'll bring it up. Uh, it is. Hold <laughs> the on. Dog walked into a bar and he only had three <laughs> legs. I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. Here's what uh, it is. My name. My name's Lucky. <laughs> All right, here I'll read it to you. you guys, ready for this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It says it was the smell of spent shells that put that pulled him from sleep, not the sound of gunfire. There was no kind of sound that would wake him because he didn't hear anything. Sometimes he could, uh, sorry, sometimes he could feel the vibrations of it all. But Russell Boyd was born deaf as a stone and would never know the utility of proper hearing. But he was, uh, so, but he sure wasn't blind. Uh, he was as far from blind as any person could be. He could shoot a fly off your shoulder from over 200 paces before you'd put it all together. Much of what he lacked from hearing, he made up well, or made up well with from smelling, seeing, and feeling. His father told him it was a weakness that would get him killed sooner than later. His mama was too kind and said uh, to say that sort of thing. But he thought she probably also, and then I, that was the last word I wrote. So nice. it's about a blind gun, or excuse me, a deaf gunslinger. He can't hear anything, but he's so good at everything else that he's like, you know, like I said, shooting flies off shoulders 200 paces. I get this whole idea in my head. So I was like, tap, 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 tap. And then I fell asleep and I don't know what I'm going to, I probably do nothing with uh, it. Anyway. Nice. Yeah. Very good. But that's the mood I'm in right now. So you brought the comic at the perfect time. Uh, yeah, I me. think I think then uh, definitely read the first volume of that Texas Blood and then read the uh, the Infield Gang Massacre. I think that might set you up perfectly. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, that's what I'm doing is I'm surrounding myself with the inspiration. See, that's the whole idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of guns, really quick, if you would yes. uh, let me uh, promo something. Please yeah. do. Uh, this is great. A lot of times people are like, well, Batman should never use a gun, which, you know, whichever way you stand on it, that's fine. But a lot of people will go out and say, well, Batman's used a gun since the very beginning. So I don't see why it's wrong for Batman to use a gun today. And I went in and did a deep dive to find out exactly when Batman used a gun and how many times Batman has used a gun in his entire golden age through the silver age run. Okay. And the answer might surprise you. Really? You're not going to tell us though, are you? you Oh no, I'm not going to tell you, but I am going to point you to the major spoilers podcast episode 1037 (laughs) called Batman's got a gun where I break it down and I, and I share the whole story. I don't know if I sent you guys the link. I don't know if either of you had had a chance. I listened to to it and your production value is spectacular. Like it is, it is, uh, like the kind of thing that we used to teach on, uh, uh, America's Next Top podcast, like uh, you know the, the ah, high praise, the high story. praise from the kings. Yes, yeah, yes, that's awesome. That's very cool. I got to listen to it. I haven't yet, but uh, yeah, it's really short. It's like yeah. fifteen minutes. I love this yeah. kind of thing. So you're speaking. Yeah, it language. talks about where the inspirations come from, why he stopped using a gun. You know why? You know, and just you know, ask some questions at the end to get people thinking. So sure. And the guns didn't, didn't, I'll go listen first, but go listen, <laughs> go listen. I'm guessing listen. some had like, you know, they weren't all bullets and things like that. So it still counts though. Right. If you have a gun that shoots. Yeah. A, if there's a gun that shoots something, uh, I talk about it, but in the golden age, it's literally bullets in the guns. So. Right. Right. But if it shoots a projectile, some sort it probably counts rubber regardless. bullets. I swear we bring that up in the, you in totally the piece do. as well. All right. I'm going to check it out. Everyone else should too. Go to majorspoilers.com. And uh, yep. you'll find uh, all the shows. You'll find everything else uh, of, of worthy content on that website. And, uh, Stephen, it's always good to have you here. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before you go? This morning was a beautiful walk. It was 60 degrees and like 50% humidity. Yeah. But when I came home, I drank a big glass of water because the main thing people need to remember is to always stay hydrated. That's the truth. So true. Yeah. So true. I mean, I feel it in my soul when he says that. I do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Stay hydrated, you guys. All right. That's yeah. going to do it for uh, Stephen. Here is um, a thing uh, real quick here. A uh, couple things. All right. Yes. So episode two of the Expanse Telltale video game came out and I played it last night oh. on stream. That's two episodes I've now played. That's all there is that's out. The third is on its way, I think, this week. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of like the like their Guardians of the Galaxy, like that. Uh, yeah, that style. Story based. Oh, I love that. Yeah, okay. they're really cool. it's really good so far. And um, it's it's got the all the act. Well, at least the main actor who plays drummer, uh, the uh, what's her name? The yeah. belter chick who's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, Kara Gee, I think is her name. She's she's yes. there, so it's her voice and stuff, and it's great. it's Love legit. It's really, and yeah. they really up their like. I mean, it's Unreal Engine, so that probably helps, but it, they really up their quality of like uh, the graphics, the animation, the 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 like mouth animation for for dialogue is in, incredibly good. Um, but yet, it's still a little stylized, which I think works in its favor. It's very very cool. I'm only two episodes in, but I'm I'm already giving this thing high praise. It's very, very good. So anyway, if you want to see that, it's up on the YouTube channel now. Go to YouTube or go to frogpants.tv. That'll take you straight there and you can check that out in the live archives. Uh, and a giant core episode posted on Thursday. And I just wanted to point this out because not only was it gigantic, but it was probably 90% us talking about Baldur's Gate 3, which is an incredible video game. Uh, will probably be on 
I, I don't know whose list at the end of this year won't have it at least at number one or number two for best game of the year. For some people, this would be game of the decade. It is incredibly well made, uh, this game. If you don't like D&D, though, um, if you don't like the old Baldur's Gate games, if those, that stuff just never really did it for you, probably not going to be for you. But mm-hmm. holy shit, that game's great. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, let's get this quick follow-up on an email from Natalie, Allen, and oh, the cats. I was going to say, don't read the names based on their first sentence. Oh, shit. Did they say... <laughs> Oh, I didn't yeah. want to dox myself. Yeah, well, it's just their first names. They'll be fine. It says, yeah. hi, I was going to leave a page or a message on YouTube. But I didn't want to completely dox myself. We live in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, and are very familiar with Lebanon bologna and seltzers. We talked about all that. Mm-hmm. I know what you said, or sorry, I know what to send you this year for the holidays. I'll check prior to sending in case anyone has, or sorry, in case anyone else has sent something in. It's a very popular regional meat here, the <laughs> Lebanon bologna. Um, and it is often served fried and on a pretzel roll or something just sliced uh, with a pickle, light smear or smear of cream cheese, smear probably, mm-hmm. and then rolled for easy snacking. Yes, I use the word smear just for Scott. <laughs> Smoked or sweet <laughs> um, are the two popular types. This has too much cream cheese for me, but to each their own. I couldn't find a photo of the sandwich, but I will send prep instructions when I compile your Christmas packages. Yeah, uh, there, uh, that the, the photo she sent was of a uh, one of these uh, Lebanon uh, bologna wrapped around... Um, uh, some cream cheese and I think some pickles or something inside. They looked great. Yeah, with a pickle, light smear of cream cheese, smear of cream cheese, and then rolled. Oh, looks so good. My first glance at that looked like sushi for some reason. I don't know why, yeah, but that's what it I does. thought. It looks like a. It does look like a hand roll. Yeah, like a little roll. Or a, uh, I'm sorry, a, uh, not a hand roll. The other kind of roll. The other one, the whatever they're called. Whatever they're called, uh, non hand roll. Yeah, non non hand roll. <laughs> uh, additionally, uh, not sure if this is why you eat microwave bologna and black pepper and soy sauce, but I grew up with a uh, Vietnamese friend who taught me to eat ham sandwiches with soy sauce, cilantro, and black yes. pepper. It may have been a Korean influence in your childhood. Just a thought. Uh, hope you are well, and thanks for the laughs. Love the show, though, Natalie Allen and the cats. Uh, well, cool. give our How best. do you do a ham sandwich with soy sauce without the bread just getting super soggy? It seems I weird. I like the cilantro and black pepper on there. It sounds great, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe you cook it in there. You, you like maybe, I might. Yeah, maybe fry it up in uh, some soy sauce. Yeah, That's that would work. That yeah. would work. Mm-hmm. I spent the weekend, a, a good portion of it, driving myself insane because I am still sure that there is a meat with infused carbonation. A seltzer, a seltzer carbonated meat. <laughs> I'm so sure of it. I, it, it is. If it, if I'm wrong, it's my. It is Scott Johnson's ultimate Mandela effect because I am yeah. so sure I've eaten this. And had it, and talked about it, and it was normal with somebody. How would the seltzer? How would the uh, the the um? How would that represent itself? Like, well, the, it was the pot, bubbles. The... So it was pro- processed. My memory is this: it's processed meat, like like a bologna slice would look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had like craters in it from the process. It would it created little bubble, almost like Swiss cheese, but not full holes. It was more like just mm. little craters in the meat. And when you ate it, it, it was like Pop Rocks style sensation. Not quite okay. as intense, but that was the feeling of the infused yeah. carbonation. Yeah. This is this is as real maybe, to me as anything know, I've ever done. It, it's real to you. 
<laughs> maybe it does exist. Maybe it's something you had. I've never, I've never heard of such a thing. But that, I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It's, it's, yeah, but uh, usually when I bring something like this up on the show, someone somewhere finds something, and nobody's yeah. finding anything. I'm starting yeah. to question my sanity on it, to be honest. Yeah, or maybe somebody lied to me or fooled meat. me. Like spoiled meat, and mm, it's like tingling and popping in my mouth. This is so good. It's entirely possible. And then whoever gave yeah. me the meat said, "Oh no, that's uh, it's infused with carbonation. Is what that is. You're fine. It's yeah. uh, no problem. Yeah. Uh, but get it, go home <laughs> yes. before you need a toilet. You know, I don't know. It's some Braunschweiger that somebody used a uh, cocktail straw to poke holes in. It's delicious. <laughs> Enjoy it. I would really like to know though if anyone anywhere can give me a a rope here because I just I cannot sure. find anything. I've looked and looked and looked. Anyway, uh, thank you, you guys, for your email. If you want to send an email into the show, it is themorningstream at gmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Big thanks to our patrons who support the show. If you'd like to be a patron, it's easy to do. It's mid-month. Great time to hop in. Patreon.com slash TMS for as low as a dollar a month. You'll get all the all the benefits and none of the negatives. Right. Uh, oh, last week I said that Spotify was going to be syncing your... Yeah ad-free feeds Patreon, yeah and they do but i effed up and didn't do the final checkbox on the tms one all the other shows got it and i just didn't do it right on tms oh i have now so it's it's okay. there and good now um so you can actually search for it on spotify you'll get a lock that says you can't listen to it unless you tie in your patreon account when you do that it says oh you're eligible to listen to this feed um, oh, okay. It's cool. I, I kind of just wish Spotify would just let you paste the feed like everyone else does, but they don't have the yeah. option to paste custom feeds. They never have, and they probably never will. So this is their solution. It seems to work fine. If you're a Spotify user, you'll you'll be the one that cares about this. So if you have any questions, just find me online, and I'll tell you what's going on. Cool. Uh, that's it for the show. We're done, I think. But we need music. I can't go without music. Yeah, we're you know you say we're done, we're not done. We're not done until uh, the 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 music uh, says we're done, and this is uh, music going out to Amanda. Goes by Amanda Catherine in the uh, in the chat. Uh, hello, staccato and bass. I'm turning thirty years old this last Friday. Oh my August. god! Let's party. Thirty, big one. I like yep. it. And I'd love it if you'd play 3090 from the movie version of Tick, Tick, Boom, which is technically a cover of the original cast recording of the show. Okay, Amanda, I'll give it to you because it's such a damn good song. I love this song. And anybody, any rent heads out there who've, who have not yet watched Tick, Tick, Boom. Have you watched Tick, Tick, Boom? I have tick, not tick, seen Boom, Tick, Tick, Scott? Boom, no. Dude, gotta watch it. It is so, 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 so This good. is the Andrew Garfield deal? Andrew Garfield. It's the um, the the semi-autobiographical autobiographical, uh, deal about Jonathan Larson, the uh, the guy who wrote uh, Rent. Oh, but right. Okay. This will make together. you love, if you don't already love Andrew Garfield, this will just make you love him more because it's so good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I know Scott says the 30 is nothing to be afraid of, but I can't help it. It's tough to be at this stage of life and not be where I always thought I'd be in terms of my career. Thank you guys so much for all your amazing podcasting over the years. I'm very grateful. Um, you'll think the same uh, thing also, at 40. You'll think the same thing at 50. It's just the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Amanda said, Oh, could you email me and let me know you received this? Guess what, Amanda, you're hearing the song. <laughs> I received it. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, you know, just just feel like it got through. Okay. Boom. Uh, all right. Yeah, this is from the soundtrack of Tick, Tick, Boom. This one's performed by Andrew Garfield featuring Vanessa Hudgens and Joshua Henry. It's called 3090, and it's playing right now. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a brand new TMS on a Tuesday. We'll see you then.
Get more at frogpants.com. I thought the colors were beautiful. I did too, lady. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.